This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. You know, every once in a while, uh, Elizabeth Smart resurfaces with uh, further details from her ordeal. And I, you know, it was kind of interesting because when the ordeal actually occurred, what was that? Was that 2001 or two? It's been a while. Six, eight years ago. Right? Six, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was longer than that. And, uh, and when, it, when she actually got back from that, there was no talk about it. I mean, they didn't want to share what, what she went through, and I don't blame them at all. And there, there was no speculating, really. It just kind of got shut down, and we didn't sort of talk about it, and it kind of went away. Um, and then she resurfaced, and she had, you know, apparently there had been some healing, and she wanted to talk about the ordeal, and she wanted to share what she went through to help others. And now she's on the, the circuit where she goes and speaks, and she's a, a motivational speaker and a, a healing kind of a speaker. And now she's, uh, she's talking about uh, another aspect of her captivity, which w- apparently included pornography, leading to her captor uh, raping her more than he already did. Um, mm. Here's a look at what she had to say. So when I was 14... And I remember crawling into bed next to my younger sister and falling asleep. The next thing I remember hearing was a man's voice saying, have a knife at your neck, don't make a sound, get up and come with me. I remember getting up and doing exactly as he said, because I didn't know if he'd been through my house already. I didn't know if he'd killed the rest of my family. The one thing I did know, though, was that my younger sister was still in bed next to me alive. He led me up behind my house, up into the mountains. I was brought into this campsite. It was very well stocked, very well hidden. And it was this man who had kidnapped me, and his wife was waiting for us there. I forgot the wife was there, too. The woman took me into the tent where she forced me to change the clothes I had on, and then she got up and left. And the next thing I knew, this man was in there telling me I was his wife and then raping me. Oh, Oh, man. Horrific. One of the worst stories of all time. Yeah, this guy was, um, I've worked in Salt Lake City a couple of different times. And um, in the 90s, in the late 90s, he was out on the street corner preaching all the time. Because uh, he was some kind of, he considered himself a prophet of some sort. He's certainly not Mormon, but I, I don't know what he thought he was. But he was out yelling at people as they walked by the, on the street all the time. And I worked downtown, and so I saw him. All the time. Oh, you knew him? Like, I didn't I know mean, him. know him personally, but, but I mean, like, you I knew s- of him. I knew of him. Everybody knew of him who worked downtown. Really? Yeah, he was like a, one of those sidewalk psychos. Right. Who, like, what happened in New York all the time, you'd pass yes. crazy people. Yeah. Every Super Bowl, I've said this before, every Super Bowl you go to, the same five or six people with big signs about how you're going to hell right. are on every street corner, and they're all saying, like, with, with the megaphones. And it doesn't saying, really like, matter what city the Super Bowl's they in, go, they're they there. Every single city, every yeah. single time, same big, yeah. tall signs that they're holding up, 
and they all say like you know they're not um, the uh, Westboro Baptist people, so they're not like necess- uh, necessarily talking about um, God hates. Uh, you know how they did, they right. tend to do, but it, it's all about like you you know you're going to hell. You can't enjoy football because uh, you know it's of the devil. There might um, even be more psycho than the Westboro. In Baptist some ways, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I know when we were in San Francisco, we saw. Uh, oh, we saw them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We oh, saw yeah. Uh, all kinds of those people because we walked down the. Was it Embarcadero? I, I don't know. We were down at one of the main uh, by the pier, you know, in San yeah. Francisco. And uh, it was just loaded with those people. It was just packed. There were people everywhere. It was the day before the Super Bowl, and uh, we were doing shoots all over this city. Mm -hmm. And so we got a chance to really walk by all kinds of them saying all kinds of different things. It's interesting. I mean, we're going to hell for a lot of different things. Yes. I don't know if you're aware of that. They seem to be Um, the only people who weren't going to hell. Yeah. And I, I don't know how they got their pass, but I want because that. they were pro foreskin. That's why. <laughs> that's that was that's one of them. <laughs> that's why. That's why they're not going to hell. They're pro foreskin. Pat. That was one of them. Circumcision wow. is of the devil, or <laughs> your title circumcision is, is evil, or uh, what was their deal on that? I mean, it was it was crazy. <laughs> they somehow, in the middle of him being pro foreskin, were able to switch the sign behind Jeffy to say genital expert, <laughs> which he is. Yeah, he is. I will say you which are. He Plus, you don't know a lot is. of things, but you know that. I'm proud of that title. I'm good with that. Uh, All right, but here is uh, part two of Elizabeth Smart on her abduction. Then I remember he was kneeling above me and he had this piece of metal cable and he was wrapping it around my ankle and then crushing these bolts into place so that I couldn't escape. And that was the beginning of what turned into the longest nine months of my life. I bet. I'm not really a competitor with that nine-month period. So every time... When I thought I'd hit rock bottom, my captor would find something new to make it worse. And one of those times, I had been forced to drink alcohol, and I had thrown up, and then I'd passed out face down. And I woke up the next morning, and my face and my hair were still all crusted to the ground, covered in vomit. And I remember at that point just feeling like, how can you get any lower than this? Jeez. This is a 14-year-old girl going through this ordeal, by the way. I mean... And she seems remarkably well-adjusted yes, afterwards. She sure does. I mean, she, you know, which is incredible. Because, I mean, your life could spiral out of control really easily after something like this. Big time. And it seems to be the opposite with her. I mean, she's, you know, able to speak out on these things and, and try to influence the culture to the positive. Yeah. Um, which is what she's doing here. Uh, here's uh, part three. It was just a few days later that my captor was really excited and really kind of amped up about something. And he said, oh, you know, I I have something and and I'm going to show it to you and you have to look at it. You have to look at it. And then I remember he pulled out this magazine full of hardcore pornography. And I remember he would just sit and look at it and stare at it. And he'd just talk about these women. And then when he was done, he would turn and he'd look at me. And he'd be like, now we're going to do this. It just led to him raping me more, more than he already did, which was a lot. Mm. 
Looking at pornography wasn't enough for him. Having sex with his wife after looking at pornography, it wasn't enough for him. And then it led him to finally going out and kidnapping me. He just always wanted more. I can't say that he would not have gone out and kidnapped me had he not looked at pornography. Uh, All I know is that pornography made my living hell worse. That's pretty gut-wrenching. And here's here's the uh, fourth part of her describing this ordeal. Actually, the following morning after I was rescued, my mom gave me a piece of advice that really changed my life forever. And she said to me, Elizabeth, what these people have done to you is so terrible. And you may never feel like restitution is made, but the best punishment that you could ever give them is to be happy. And that advice has helped make me who I am today. to become an advocate for abuse prevention, an advocate against pornography. I witnessed firsthand just how damaging it is. When I take a step back and I look at my life as a whole, I have had a pretty incredible, wonderful life, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I'm happy now, and I, I couldn't imagine my life any different from how it is now. Unbelievable story. Yeah, uh, they're talking about unbelievable. The uh, research has shown uh, the effects of pornography, and the website is fightthenewdrug.org. I mean, it, so what happened mm. with this uh, guy? He was. Uh, I mean, he's in prison now uh, for hopefully I think he's all in time. the loony bin. Uh, okay. If I remember right, he was found incompetent uh, to stand trial, and I think placed in an insane, you know, asylum. Uh, for lack of a better term, I, I, I we'll have to look that up because I can't I can't remember exactly, but I I'm pretty sure he was he was uh, ruled incompetent for trial. Uh, seriously disturbed, obviously, guy. And um, I remember back over those nine months, just thinking there's no chance she's alive. You remember mm-hmm. that? I mean, oh yeah. I I think virtually everybody but her family had given up hope that oh, yeah. she would ever be found alive and in one piece. And it was just, what a miracle to find out that she was alive. Certainly not okay at that point. Right. And see, to make a point that we've made a million other ways, but it's, it's an interesting thing to think about in this time. So often we hear about um, you, you wouldn't want to live through something. Um, you wouldn't want to, um, you know, that life isn't worth it. The quality of life isn't worth it. I right. wouldn't want to go want to go through that right. ordeal. If I'm ever in that, like, get rid of me. I don't, here's a here's a woman, a girl who went through the worst nine months basically anybody can imagine. Mm-hmm. It was even after that though, because you would think in the middle, probably six months into that, I was thinking, God, I hope she is dead. You know, I hope, yeah. God forbid she's still alive, right. having been tortured by somebody. Right. You'd think that way. But in reality, you see now, years later, 
the difference that it makes and how how life is important. Right. I mean, we talk about it with abortion. We talk about it with uh, with uh, uh, assisted suicide. Who are um, we to determine quality of life? Yeah, we talk about it with uh, with disabilities. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, it's the your life is worth something. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. to see this, to see her now as a well-adjusted advocate for things that are really positive in the world, it's amazing. It's amazing. It really is super strong individual. Awesome. By the way, he was initially incarcerated in psych- criminal psychiatric custody okay. for six years, which is what yeah, what's what took so long for the trial. And then they tried him and convicted him, and so now he's in federal prison. Two life terms. Two life terms. Oh, good. Good. And so, the wife, the wife was uh, uh, took a plea deal for fifteen years. That's not enough. Or the wife, the, no. the woman, she the was woman. In on in it, right? I don't know that yeah, she's she the was. wife. It doesn't say in this story that she was actually the wife well, that Elizabeth called her. But no, right, she, she, she's the person that Elizabeth is referring to, though. Yeah. Yes. Uh, right. uh, and how probably, sick yeah. is that for her to go along with that? Holy cow! In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.